This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Every day we are faced with the opportunity to make choices. But what about when bad things come your way? Did you choose that for yourself as well? Are you able to accept and embrace troubled times? Maybe, maybe not. But on this episode of Super Soul Sit Down, we're going to talk about it. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey, hey. So we are talking about acceptance of troubled times, and I feel a little bit too happy and excited right now, but we're going to no, go with it anyway. A good Monday energy. We just, we just turned this around. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So if we're going to accept this, we might as well do it with a smile, right? Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Super Soul Sit Down, the after show for Super Soul Conversations by Oprah. In this episode, Oprah had a uh, conversation with Eckhart Tolle, who is an absolutely amazing uh, man, and we're going to jump into that. But before we do, I'd like to introduce myself, your host, the ever excited, always happy to be here, Jamie Alexander. <laughs> Yay. And I'm with the brilliantly spoken, a very uplifting Haley J in the building. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Monday. Woo-hoo. We're diving in as always. Yes. How was your Monday? I know your Monday was a little bit different than normal. It was How a little off. Um, I don't know. The last couple days I felt like and it was a little cloudy. I'm so weather affected. It's mm. it's weird. If there's even like the slightest muggy weather in the air, I'm just like, what day is it? What time is it? I'm so off. But I, this energy is honestly making me feel better. It just goes to show that you can feed off of other people. Yeah. And thankfully, I'm around people like you. So yes. let's get into this. Where do we start? Yes, I love hearing this. Well, let's jump into who Eckhart Tolle is. So for those of you who don't know, Eckhart Tolle is a spiritual teacher. He is a German-born resident of Canada, best known as the author of The Power of Now. I'm sure you guys have heard of that book. And A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. In 2008, the New York Times called Tolle the most popular spiritual author in the United States. And it was so funny. We're seeing pictures of Eckhart Tolle and Oprah. And Oprah had me cracking up in this episode where she gave Eckhart Tolle a call. And he was one of the first or second people that she chose his book for her book club. And she was just like, okay, and I choose you. And he was like, oh, well, thanks. Like, cool. thank you. <laughs> well, you know, even when gratitude. she started she off like, saying what? his initials are E.T., I honestly yeah. felt the same thing. I'm like, so this guy's not human right? to be <laughs> wow. able to so profoundly detach yourself mm. from just everything that we're all so obsessed with. Like, I need to know how I can practice that more because I am truly jealous. I think it is a superpower. Yeah. Like, one of the very few people in this world that I think can truly do that. Like, I genuinely believe that he feels the way he says he does. Yeah, you can hear it in his voice and, and hear it in his essence. And um, this is what Super Super Soul Sit Down is all about. So we want you guys to absolutely stick around to the end. We have some news on Eckhart Tolle and our special segment, Own Your Soul. So we're going to talk about how we can do that for ourselves. But yes, this lecture or talk on acceptance of troubled times was my favorite because this is something that I feel like I've practiced on embracing in retrospect. Sometimes when I'm going through 
things, I can have a moment where I'm like, all right, this is going to, you know, somehow this is going to work out for me. Even if my face is tight and I'm about to <laughs> cry and I'm just like, this is going to work out. This is going to work out. But definitely in retrospect, I'm able to look back and be like, you know what? I'm glad I went through that. Absolutely. But I think you saying <laughs> that just the mentality of I'm going to get through this, I'm going to get through this is so much better than me, honestly, because I do, like Eckhart was saying, a lot of times we make situations so much worse because we have this narrative in our heads of the way it's going to go. And unfortunately, my mind does go to that negative place first mm-hmm. where I assume, oh, yeah, oh, I'm in trouble at work. I'm going to get fired, like immediately the worst case possible. And it's true that so many times what we're facing, and this kind of does tie into my news about and beyond this podcast, an article that he spoke about, mm. but so many times we make the narrative so much worse than the reality. And it's it's a hard place for me because I think you need to prepare yourself in a sense of what you would do if that bad thing did happen. Right. But I do believe there's a part of us that is bringing that energy into us that we're almost creating exactly what we didn't want to happen. Well, it's so funny because I guess when I'm hearing you talk and you say that bad thing, I'm kind of, you know, I listen to a lot of Wayne Dyer and such and he, and I have the same thing in me. When people get fired from their job, I get so excited. Like, I wish you would let me go. That just tells me I'm like headed for something. I'm a- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't know what it is. When it comes to jobs, I'm like, girl, you just lost your job. I'm so excited. Well, what's so crazy, you know how I was just saying to you last Monday how I'm seeing like so many things linking up, like I'll hear one thing and then so many things within that short amount of time period all connect. Yeah. I just read on Instagram, one of my friends was let go from his job and he's like, this couldn't have come at a more perfect time. And then he said, I'm free as a bird. And then earlier you just said, (laughs) I looked like I was free as a bird. And now you're saying this and I'm like, so something's about to happen in the universe because it's just like, you notice all of these weird little things that click and Mm -hmm. link up and I mean, I I am trying to think, and you even just pointed out that I said bad thing, and I'm being a hypocrite because last week I said, let's define what's good and bad in our life. So I think you're right. It goes back to perspective and just practice. I think you have to go through life to keep practicing how you want to show up and handle things. Absolutely. Because I think about it like this, too. Well, one, our jobs, especially in this culture and in this city, it's just to keep money on the table. Like, I like what I do and all that, but I wasn't like, I want to be a leasing agent when I grow up, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, it's something that we have to do in the interim. And I, it's like, I want to be in a good space. So if I make a mistake and you're going to fire me for that, I mean, then it's probably better. I just go. I do have a question for you. So Eckert's whole conversation was saying that he believes that we choose what happens to us. Mm-hmm. So... If we live in this world where we have so many choices, why do you think more than not we find ourselves in situations that we don't want to be in? Well, it's interesting because um, I took your poll. Haley puts these amazing (laughs) polls on Instagram. We're going to talk about that later. But it did make me stop and think. And it did want me, I want to bring to the table what he said. He said, you choose, instead of saying, oh, you chose this experience or you chose this to happen to you. 
How about changing that to accepting the ismus of this moment as if you chose it? And that alone gave me peace. And I do think that um, our souls order up situations that we need to grow and change. Like I said, I understand some of the stuff I went through. It wasn't fun going through it. But in retrospect, I needed it so I could be who I am now. And it made all the difference. Um, Again, I listened to a lot of Wayne Dyer and he was talking. um, Actually, I would love to share this quote card I pulled from. So he was talking. So he did this four day talk in Maui and the highlights were compiled into a great book called Making the Shift. Again, if you guys uh, want the book Making the Shift and you've never been on Audible, drop your email or hit us up. I'll send it to you for free. It's amazing. But um, he was talking about living by the ego and he says, the problem with who I am is what I do is the same problem with who I am is what I have. When who I am is what I do, when I don't or when I can't, then I'm not. And this is when you see depression. I'll be honest, I read that three times. Yeah. To like really process yeah, it. Yeah, it's the way you say it that makes it, You're right. it you know, make sense. It when you broke it down that way. Yeah, so all that to say is a lot of stuff that I went through that felt hard. I had to realize I'm tying who I am to what I do and what I get or how much I make. And that's not real. So I'm glad I lost the jobs. I'm glad I went broke. I went broke a couple of times in my life. I'll just tell you that now. You know, I'm happy for that stuff. so many successful people have, you know? You know? And you're exactly right. A wise man once said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Kanye. And I tell my sister (laughs) all the time when she comes home after having a bad day at work and she feels so low about herself. And me, I'm so removed from her work situation. We live in different states. I don't really know the ins and outs. So all I see to my sister is how amazing I think she is as a person, not within her work. So I, I described it to her. It's like you're... You know, you could be a circle and you're trying to fit yourself into a square. Just like it doesn't go. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're not an amazing circle. You just don't fit in that square. Exactly. And I just that was kind of a weird analogy. But you know what I mean? It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you if that particular job is not for you. But I do think what to your point is that we define our capabilities. We define our worth based on maybe our performance in a job that isn't right for us. It doesn't mean we're any less of people, Mm -hmm. but it is hard when there's a place you're going, you know, nine to five Monday through Friday and feeling so low about yourself. It's very hard not to take those feelings home and to find yourself in a place where you just see yourself that way. That's all you think you are. That's when I bounce. I have no problem. Well, the fact that you can recognize (laughs) that is big, but I unfortunately think a lot of people, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're privileged to not and I don't want to speak for you, but I know for myself, I don't have children to take care of. It's yeah, I don't have yeah. like other people in my family that expect me to support them. And I'm I know I realize I'm very lucky because a lot of people do support other people in their family. And I think that can be what holds people in these unhappy situations. And I know I said this before, but yeah. I do think money is such a control factor. Like I think if we didn't yeah. have that we would be a lot more open to make our own choices. I think that money and that fear of not having stability is what makes people feel trapped. Yeah, no, I have to agree. And I'm in the space now where I'm working, because you know I've been all about the renewal of the mind, where I'm working to change my mind about money. And that's why I want to speak so sure and powerfully and free about I'll leave a job and if they don't, you know, because I think sometimes... You know, whether I had kids or not and, you know, who I'm taking care of, um, whether it was a lot of people or just a couple of people, 
a part of me feels like we all have the choice. If we get into alignment, and then this is where it starts to sound like, girl, alignment, no, the rent has to be paid. But it's just like. I do want to ask you, what practices do you do to feel better? What like what if you don't know how you're going to pay rent? I've been there a lot of times and somehow it always got paid. I mean, I've gotten a check like I got an extra check in the mail off of some random commercial I did it for the internet. I thought I was already paid. I wasn't expecting an extra check or there's um I worked in a restaurant um in New York and then I moved back here. And it had to have been like a year and a half later and they had some lawsuit and I got a random $600 check. Like, I feel like a lot of that comes back to you trusting in the universe and knowing that, which yeah. that's, that is what I'm working on. I right now truly feel like I am trying to retrain my mind because I do struggle with a lot of doubt where I really, really like to control things. And I realize that that's a big thing for me because my my one of my favorite pieces of advice that I heard not too long ago was control the controllables. And that was actually from our founder Maria Menudo's podcast. That's where I heard that. And mm. I that just it was so simple, but it really spoke to me because I just realized how many outside factors I'm always trying to control. Right. And it was only hurting me. Yeah. And that's I can still be prepared. I can still be, you know, a structured person, but there's going to be things that happen that are out of my hands and I need to know how to react and not freak out when something doesn't go according to plan and at the end of the day that's that's not any fun no it's not but you know what that's what this whole talk is about acceptance of troubled times and what I share on my Instagram and what I like to share with people and digest for myself is when you're in doubt and fear you cannot see I have to knock that out the way because my next opportunity is is coming when my head is up not when it's down not when i'm weighted down by what i'm thinking how am i going to get out of this that just reminds me of my head being down but when i'm looking forward and up and i'm like all right i don't know what's going to happen but god i'm looking for you i'm looking for an answer i'm looking for i'm now in a position to actually receive one but if i'm in my head trying to make this and do that something outside of my control better than what I could create can come to me. And since I've seen that, I'd rather just fight to not be in doubt, not be in fear, not be in overthinking. Turn off that voice. Turn it off so I can see. It's odd to me. If you were to meet a person and you don't like them, you can just choose to not hang around them. You want to invite them over for dinner. You don't like this person. You don't want them around. It's easy to turn off that voice or that negativity, but it's so hard to turn off your own. Mm Mm-hmm. And I do think it's the subconscious thing that you're constantly battling. And that's where it comes in just those everyday practices of really. And that's what I I did have, like I said, on the last podcast, a few moments these last couple of weeks where they, I felt really, truly like I was being tested. And then looking back mm. within a few days, I had already learned my lesson and mm. I realized how vital that was and how fortunate to learn it on a smaller scale where I could have learned that same lesson on a bigger scale and suffered way more severe consequences. So then just in that shift of perspective, I was like, thank God that happened to me because could have been so much worse, could have been so much more money lost, that type of thing, if I didn't learn this now. And what really was that moment for me was when Eckhart said, act as if you are choosing what happens to you. Make it drawing experiences to ourselves, accept this moment as if you had chosen it. And I do think a lot of times we're not happy with things, just like Oprah said, it's because things aren't going our way. So I wonder if I just tell myself, no, this is exactly what I want to happen. You're almost like mind effing yourself by telling yourself like, this is what you want. And you're like, 
suddenly not as mad if like a part of you thinks that you wanted it. Does that make sense? Yes, because for me, what I hear is you're moving forward. I used to be, used to be, I, I'm still very successful. Uh, the first time I became successful in the what my ego would call success, um, I had never lost anything. So when all of that crashed down, I crashed down too. But I always knew I'm a mogul-minded woman. I'm going to be wealthy. I'm this, I'm that. I can see myself on certain platforms and in certain spaces. I believe that, hearing it from you, too. I really do. (laughs) Thank you. It comes off very confident and reassuring and not in any sense of, um, like, over anyone else, Mm -mm. but just in I know my worth. Yeah, and but could you imagine if I never went anything? What hearts could I touch? Who could I actually reach with my voice? How would I manage my money? If I never went broke or never knew how to what you know what depreciates what if you don't know you know I tried to start a business and never started one before and I failed miserably but I'm still working on my own business but if I hadn't so okay when you're a leader you have to do this with people with you I had to go through all that so yeah I by me saying that I'm mogul minded and I'll be wealthy I'm choosing everything that comes with that and there's some lessons. And there, it really does add so much more depth to a person and their story when you know they've gone through that, not just for the person growing through it, but for the people outside. Like if I, if I really love a business and I learn that the person who, behind the business went through all these struggles, that makes me admire that person so much more because I'm like, damn, they went through all this and they still kept going. And now look at them. Yeah. Even hearing Oprah and the things that she went through as such a young girl, but she didn't allow that to define her future, that mm. speaks such volumes for me because I think we do trap ourselves in the past and it's okay to be hurt and it's I think it's even okay to admit that things aren't fair but you can't give it any more power than it's already given you by allowing it to sabotage your whole future and that's when I think that you know letting the enemy have a seat at your table type concept that's when we do let it win we do let the negative voice win because you know we could have chosen to move past it not saying that's easy but when you see people like Oprah that have done it, it shows me that it's possible to come from really hard situations and completely change your life. Like, yeah. who doesn't love Oprah? Yeah, <laughs> you know no, seriously. Mean? It's very true. And this speaks directly to um, Eckhart Tolle said, the narrative that you impose on what's going on in the moment, don't add ex- the don't add to the excessive baggage of a story that says this is awful. Just let go of the story. I'm so. always carrying so many bags, literally. But Bag-a-lady. yeah, I do that. Like I, <laughs> I, I find myself going to this dark place. But what I do like about all of these, you know, messages that I'm receiving now, I'm hearing it so much more clearly that I do catch myself. And when something it's bad good. happens, I ask myself. I literally will say, "All right, Haley, how do you want to handle this?" Right. I'll give myself the choice, and I know that that's in my hands and if i walk in saying today is going to be a bad day it's going to be a bad day right but if i'm like these are the cards i'm dealt today and this is how i'm going to move forward Mm -hmm. it's better it just is it's true it's a choice and choice is so powerful i even like liken that to dating when you know certain people are like well guys are just this way or he's just young or he's just i was like no everybody can make a choice on how they want to show up how they want to function how they want to execute um but when we talk about things of the ego um 
the definition of ego, well, he had a definition of ego, but he says he calls it a form of identity. It contributes to your sense of self. It's only a problem if that's all you know from yourself. So if you are identifying with something on the outside or the picture in your head or what you think things need to be, the second that things look different from that, you're freaking out. But what if we were in much more of a state of allowing so that way we could see what actually is? Like there's probably what I think I'm learning in this time too is there's so much more to me, the more control I release instead of like, yes, I'm the big sister, I'm the leader. I have to do this as it. No, that's all coming from me and my ego telling me I have to be in this box. I can make choices in the moment and be present just like everyone else. There's no standard I have to uphold myself to except whatever's available in the moment, if that makes and sense. And just what society teaches us we're supposed to be. Yeah, we don't have to do that. And that's what Eckhart also talks about, the stress gap it says between what is and what your mind says should be. So I think there's a Ooh. lot of struggle there between... <laughs> yes what's actually happening and then the difference which a lot of times i think is a very big gap of what we you know thought our life would look like oh yeah we were just speaking before your past relationships thinking that you know you pictured your life this way and then it wasn't and i Mm -hmm. think that is a perfect explanation of that stress gap just seeing something happen a certain way and it doesn't and then but you handling it like a boss and how you choose to and i'm still working on that especially in relationships i still I'm still the girl that just wants the attention from the guy that I shouldn't give my attention to. And I don't know why, but that's the thing that like I can at least recognize now yeah. and will say that I want to work on that because I, yeah. I, I can say all the right things and, and you know give myself all these pep talks. But then second I have a glass of wine, I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's just a oh, repeated yeah. pattern until I choose to stop it. Yeah. Well, speaking of pattern, do you have the pattern app? I did, but I didn't feel like I connected with it. To oh, be okay. Honest. The I didn't pattern think it app was, was too on point for me. I've heard it was great for a lot of people. Girl, it was blowing my mind all week. <laughs> but it's it's interesting because when we talk about choosing situations, and you know, like I just went through a breakup or whatever, and I feel like the reason I'm handling it well is because a part of me knows I I did choose it. I have to. It's empowering to know. That. Oh my gosh! Because so, I, do you think you'd feel the same way if he were the one to end it? Um, well, in my mind, he kind of did. Cause it's like, if I'm making these oh, requests okay. and saying that this is very important chose, and month after month, mm-hmm. you're, you don't acknowledge it. I can't, I love myself more knowing that somebody will be pumped to give me the basic things that I'm asking you for and you're just not with it. So he's subconsciously, con- subconsciously not choosing me and I'm not choosing him either. So just like you were saying, I don't know why I keep talking to the guy that I shouldn't be talking to. That's kind of how I feel in this situation. Even though he wasn't negative, you know, a certain kind of negative towards me, it was still like, I'm still propping him up and painting him like, no, he's good. I'm magnifying all his good qualities. Falling in love with his potential. And I'm not looking at my own self. And so my spirit is like, calling the breakup, calling the breakup. I can't be mad. It's running in my background. And those past relationships, <laughs> I truly don't believe you'd be able to see it as clearly as you do now no. if it wasn't for going through what you did in the past. Exactly. And doing all the work that we're doing. So even when you're telling yourself, you know, oh, I can say all the things and give myself a pep talk. The pep talk is where it starts. So at least you're in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can recognize it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that we have a lot more power than we give ourselves credit for. Because sometimes when we think about power, it's not necessarily the power to 
create the situation, but we can navigate it through via our choices. So it just feels better to just accept it for what it is. Because this time I know for a fact something great is waiting for me. Because it's just this this cycle for me is just done, and it's insane. Because I'll just feel it in the air. Oh, I feel it. I went to a wedding. It was a new moon. Everything was moving, and I'm just like, oh my god. And then I download (laughs) this. This I'll make this really quick because this is just such a crazy story. But y'all, my love life, first of all, last week, I don't know if I told you, I said, I'm going to stop saying my love life has been trash. Like, just because it didn't work out, I have to stop correlating my love life to terrible experiences. What was me? I'm not a victim. I chose this. This is something. lessons along the way. Something for me to learn, right? So then I post something throwback and my ex-fiance, whom I haven't talked to since 2012, inboxes me. I don't think I knew you had a fiance. That's pretty serious. Oh, yeah. That was a little throwback situation. Um, But he hit me up. Long story short, he realizes all his mistakes. He apologizes. He's finally taking time to look at himself. He hates that he met. So I'm going through this. I'm going through new moon, wedding, breakup, X in the inbox. Then I download X in the inbox. X in the inbox. (laughs) Then I download this pattern app and it tells me I'm 15 days away from a cycle that could be tied to romantic relationships that started 19 years ago. You like checking off your (laughs) calendar. And what's crazy is my ex fiance, I met him 19 years ago. Oh my God. I just, y'all, I'm just saying, when you're Should open, I get it back? <laughs> when you're open and you're not in doubt, I could be crying and like this happened to me again or did it, but I'm up here. I'm looking for the gold. I'm looking for the nuggets. I'm looking to see God. I'm looking to hear. I'm lo- and I know, I just know. Powering me up. Yeah. You just gotta. Well, and I, I do think it's looking back on any situation and truly asking yourself, okay, what can I take from this? Even though everything might seem so negative. Yeah. What lesson can I pull from this and where is the good in this? And sometimes that answer doesn't come immediately. Sometimes yeah. it takes like we just said before, it takes a long time sometimes to understand, but But it comes you can because... find something. Oh yeah. I think is the point in anything. You'll find one little nugget of a reason and how it can help you. Yeah. The second I declared that I wasn't gonna be negative about my past, this all happened in the course of a week and a half. So the answers will come. We have to be open to it. That's why the acceptance of troubled times as if we chose it is such a blessing because everything that happens to us is for our greater good. It is for us. So we can just understand that it does take the sting away from the annoying parts of it. Like, I'm not going to act like I don't cry or it's not whack, but... Yeah, I mean, you're allowed to be human, too. Yeah. I think that, again is very important to discuss that you're allowed to feel feelings you're Mm -hmm. allowed to express that but it's when you let it hold you back and not allow you to move on i think is where the problem comes into play and um easier said than done and i don't know if we can get a fact check on this one but i feel (laughs) like i've heard that it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile so it's actually harder to be negative yet we (laughs) somehow choose that all the time but yeah i think that's the beauty of life and that's the beauty of struggle is redefining what struggle is for yourself yeah even redefining success and all that i got the fact check you got the fact check scientists have studied that the muscles needed for both facial expressions a small smile generally uses 10 muscles a small frown uses six but on average, a smile uses 12 and a frown uses 11. So they're pretty close. So, so all that to right, say, but, but that's okay. <laughs> no, but all that to say is... Never the, oh, wait, the, I, there's one asterisk, though. There's one asterisk. Uh, the types of muscles you use for the frown require more effort 
to produce. So you you use more effort to frown than you do to smile. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) You the best. Should have led with that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Should I should have led with that? (laughs) We're like, well, hold up. But yeah, and also Mm -hmm. um, Eckhart talking about form identity, which I love the body and psychological form, Mm -hmm. and then what you brought up your sense of self. But the problem in knowing that that's all you are. So I think that's what I see so many people do. And I this is where I'm a little bitter when I see girls on Instagram that only post like a body photo. And I'm all for if you, if you look good, you're confident, or even if you don't look good in society's eyes, if you feel good about yourself, post a body picture. Do you? Mm-hmm. But I when I see profiles that it's every single photo is just that, mm-hmm. then, and I'm sure these women are so much more. And I think that's where I get a little sad for them because I'm like, you're more than just your body. Like, you have yeah. an amazing body. Show it off. Do you, girl. But, like, you're more than that. You should show just, in my opinion, more sides. So I think yeah. Eckhart being able to just know that there's so many assets, like you said, to the to the human being. And, like, every single day we're learning and just evolving more. And that is exciting. Yeah, And I think is. we should show people the good and the bad things that we learn about ourselves. Yeah, no, I agree wholeheartedly. That's why, you know, I tell people when they tell you, oh, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Each time I hear it, it's like hearing it new because I can't rely on my beauty. Like anything could happen to me, God willing, like keep me protected. But I can't put all my eggs in that basket. Mm -hmm. It's just the outside. Especially here. But that's what I like about being here because you go so many places and people are just stunning. And it's very intimidating at times, but it also makes you think, Okay, beauty is beauty's great. Beauty makes you feel confident. I think everyone has the right to want to feel pretty. I don't I go back and forth with this a little bit because you do hear um, more so now people saying like tell a girl sh- don't just tell a girl she's beautiful. Like tell her she's smart, which I agree with, but I think it's okay to also tell someone they're beautiful just like it's okay to tell a boy he's handsome. Mm-hmm. I think those are things that make us feel good about ourselves, but just like the form identity knowing you're more than that it's also reinforcing that to other people around us to let them know we see them as more than that yeah no i agree and that sounds really good and really powerful and i think about some of the stuff i think about um i try not to look at aesthetics so much like beautiful is beautiful like when you see it you know it and you're like damn but (laughs) there's also those times i find I think people are the most beautiful when they're smiling. Like it isn't I'm even trying matter. To actually smile more. I yeah, do a lot I of like it. the smirk face, but it's it, I know it makes like my family the happiest yeah. when I smile. <laughs> and I'm like sometimes I do think about it. I'm like I don't always need to be the cool girl. Sometimes I can just smile with teeth. Like yeah, but it's weird. It's that I think that whole programmed instagram you know, like the sexy duck girl face, face. sexy yeah, girl that but, smiles. Like that's which all I great. Still but, will do, but yeah. there's definitely. You know, times where I think you don't have to be super cool. You can smile, you know. (laughs) And you're super cool with a smile to me. Like, I just fall in love with people who are smiling. I'm just like, it makes me happy. Yes. It's true. (laughs) And then what I also really liked from the podcast is Eckhart saying, civilization has never moved in a straight line. And Mm. that was Oprah when she had because we've often talked about how it's hard to stay positive when you watch the news and devastating things are happening all the time. I don't It's tough because I... I don't want to, and it makes me scared, and I want to stay in a box a lot of times when I watch the news, but I also want to be educated, and I also want to know what's, and I need to know. That's the thing. That's why Mm. I like the Today Show, because I feel like they do a good job with getting the information you need to know out there, but they 
put a nice little bow at the end so you don't right. feel like you have all this negativity. It's a nice mixture. Um, but that did make me think that, okay, just as human beings, just as you and I need to learn who we are and evolve and make our mistakes and change them, civilization as a whole is doing that too. Yeah. So I think it's believing that we can. Yeah. And him saying that it, we always take steps backwards and that these are hard times, but just like our hard times, civilization needs to take steps and go through hard times to move forward and he again says we don't evolve from comfort zones and that could not be more relatable because when have we ever evolved from a comfort zone ever feels good yeah feels good my i was just talking to my cousin yesterday about how we love some things never change and he told me a little story about his old house and how it's still there after all these years and the neighbors came by and i do think that is beautiful and I, i do think there are some things that are nice to stay the same and keep sacred when it comes to family but as far as you as a person you can always have your same morals and you know your soul can be pretty much like you know what i'm saying like the same core of a person but i do think you find the beauty in change yeah and allowing yourself to grow and i agree with that and what i was hearing when you were saying that takes me back to when you were talking about how we go to that negative place and that negative place is comfortable oh, this is happening to me, like I'm supposed to be sad because I lost money or because, you know, whatever, I got fired. Like I'm supposed to be sad. That's what I identify with. And now I'm sad at it. Like I feel like being negative is a comfort zone. It really would be switching (laughs) gears to be like, oh my God, I just lost $300. I don't know where it went, but you know what? I'm going to get 300 more and it'll be doubled or I'm going to get, you know what I mean? Like that would be uncomfortable because that would be some force right there. You'd be switching some real gears. Do you know what's kind of embarrassing <laughs> that I noticed about myself? I don't love to share. What and do you mean? Like share your food or to share your stuff? Always food. Like your, vo- well, like your the, voice. Like clothes and stuff, I don't care. Um, but little – okay. This is California. <laughs> I can say this. I didn't really always want to share weed gummies. And then I thought oh, to okay. myself – you can share, Haley. Like, don't be a little brat. <laughs> share a gummy. And I just, I don't know. It made me think that. I, but I just, I feel like before it was just like, this is my stuff. And not with everything. Like, if you want to borrow a jacket, I don't care. Yeah. But with certain things. Yeah. And yeah, probably with food. I, like, just don't. I don't know. I just have this thing, like, mine is mine. And then I recently have noticed that I've let that go. That's so and good. And I'm not any less you know what i mean like i'm girl i feel better and i even have more of this feeling that things will come back to me and like share a gummy girl like, like chilly chill out off yes. it yes. pretty much i was just like what am i like i'm being a weirdo about this stuff like okay it's not that deep. so we share that really yes and i've recently been we getting share we share that share. yeah sometimes <laughs> because you know it's interesting because this is something i'm recently like wrestling with myself like why are you like this better. you know <laughs> like what are you doing because i i'm actually very giving like a lot of stuff you know i don't mind but i noticed that i'm allowing some things that happen to make me feel like if I don't keep this stuff, I'm never going to get it back because nobody ever, nobody's going to help me. Nobody's going to give me anything. I can't give you everything. You're going to take advantage of me. It's not even that I don't want to be giving, but I'm afraid I'll never Fear get it back never or, it back. you know, you're just going to take, 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 and I'm just going to be left depleted to go figure out Has how that many- happened to you. Yes. That's why. Yeah. And so, but I've noticed recently, like I, 
it's against who I am. And it's been a struggle because I can notice well, it. And I think you're seeing all these other people in your life as that one person to do it to you. And you can't do that. Not everybody is out here to take advantage exactly. of me. Not everyone's out to get. I love that saying, like, not everyone's out to get you. But it's true. We It only takes one time to be really screwed over oh for especially with the relationships to think every guy is that same guy. It's but hard. It's, it's giving that negativity the power to control your future. And so many times we see ourselves sabotaging things like, yes. you know, not sharing. And that's the thing. You, you could get burned again. But I think especially knowing you now, I feel like the people in your life are the people you want there. Yeah. So I don't see that happening to you yeah. anymore. Yeah. And even if it's even if I do give to somebody for one, when I give to somebody, I don't expect if I give bar, let you borrow a jacket, I don't expect in one week. Let me get a jacket, girl, because, you know, last week I let you wear a jacket. No, like you could let me borrow a jacket or I could let you borrow a jacket. Then somebody else is like gives me a bag of clothes because they're done with it. Or I mm-hmm. get a $50 well, bonus I've for a noticed, new jacket or yeah, I've noticed like abundance coming into my life. The many different ways, just like you said, the, the less you try to control, the better you were. And I really see that happening happening yeah where now i'm like let's all share yeah. everyone. <laughs> yeah. like i don't it just felt, felt good to let go and even saying that out loud was like kind of embarrassing that i even like couldn't share a weed gummy like relax no like, girl you know we're I mean? in the same boat and um i've been enjoying recently this week just giving more away because it comes to me like Oh, come over and I'll cook. Or, you know, you know, these things come to me, but there's been a lot of moments where I held back like, no, because then if I do all that, instead of me having dinner for today and tomorrow, I'm going to have to go to the grocery store again. Then I'm going to have to Uber there and I'd be tired. Like, what are you doing, girl? Feed your friend. Like, relax. Mm-hmm. You know, little, it just, I can't do it anymore. So I, I think we're there in are together. some situation things where, <laughs> like, I don't know, some things I'm like, I did pay for this and I do care about this and I yeah. think it's okay to express that. Right. But it's, yeah, it's just like the little things that you might find yourself having too tight of a grip on where you can it's recognize fine. that. Yeah, it's not that serious about everything. Yeah. I think it's okay to still have, you know, your boundaries here right. and there as a person. But yeah, you, you, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Just like loosen, Absolutely. loosen the reins a little bit. Yeah, loosen the reins a little bit. So I'm with you on that journey. We'll check in with each other next week and see how we're, yeah, how we're doing with our sharing. So far, so good. <laughs> I love it. Well, this has been a good chat. So now I would love to jump into some news and gossip segment when it comes to Eckhart Tolle. We got some stuff. Again, we could go on forever, but this (laughs) article is from... Ryan, you want to help me out here? It's not... Indiana... Indian Express. Nice. Sorry, it was not loading. Indian Express. (laughs) And it just goes on to say what we were talking about before of this idea that we create so much worse of a situation for ourselves. So it it all stems from anxiety and that anxiety stems from fear. It's saying Mm. fear can express itself in anger. And what I really loved is when you look at anger closely, he says that you'll always find that underneath is a state of fear. So, so much of anger. And I do believe you're mad at someone because of this deeper fear of something happening that you don't want to happen. So we let fear control so much of our lives that it's really crazy. And Eckhart just goes on to say that, is it possible that certain thoughts that you think frequently produce fear? So these thoughts Mm -hmm. that we keep telling ourselves that state of negativity, Mm -hmm. we're now creating even more. So this repeated cycle, we're not changing anything. We're just continuing that fear. And so he's saying, is it possible that you project yourself into the future moment excessively trying to control something you have no control over? And then going on to say that a lot of times we make it so much worse than it even would have been that our reality that we are so afraid of 
would have been this small compared to what we've now created in our minds. And that's true. It's very powerful to think that we have so much control. We just need to learn where the remote is, basically. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to put it. They said in one of the things, um, what was the choice he said? I'd rather be here now. Even that is a game changer because instead of allowing the fearful thoughts to just eat away with at you because they're comfortable or really what I think we're doing is trying to protect ourselves. Like if I can uh, be, if I can predict what's going to happen, I can low it, lessen the blow or prevent it from happening mm-hmm. or all this. But this party that always just wants to be prepared with that just in prepared. Case exactly. And that's a, it's a, I think we be we have PTSD. It's like a defense mechanism. It's, it's a tactic. Not even our fault to an extent where it's like, if you've experienced this in the past, yeah, you're going to hold on to that fear of it happening again. Mm-hmm. But we have to learn that so many times we do project it way worse than it needs to be. Yeah. So, again, living life, trying just these daily practices and proving to yourself that it can work. Yeah. And then, you know, also would be good. Well, you know what? I think this is a perfect time to jump into our special segment. Was that everything for the music? Yeah, that was pretty That was so it. good. What a great article. Like, thank you for Our sharing that. To become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Okay, so you guys know that I've been doing a poll on my Instagram at heyj underscore. I'll be doing it every Sunday, and we like to get the results to share on the show for Monday. Mm-hmm. And this last one, because Eckhart Tolle's whole concept was choosing what happens to us, I wanted to take it to my Instagram audience and ask them, do we believe that we choose what happens to us, both negative and positive experiences? And we had 66% say yes, 34% said no. And I actually had a few messages that said they were somewhere in between. Mm. And I will be honest, I'm a little bit in that window too. And mm. I don't know if we have, I don't think we have enough time in our show today to really dive into all of that. But I don't know, leave us your thoughts, guys, about that because it's not exactly a dominant 90% thing. I think a lot right. of us are torn on whether we choose things to happen to us. I think a lot of that question comes from outside things that we feel we can't control where it's like, I know I did not choose my mom to have this (laughs) disease type thing. So um, please leave comments in the YouTube chat and we can discuss with you guys because I'd love to know what other people think. Yeah, I mean, I took the poll and I was on the fence. It took me a minute, but I did choose yes. Just like um, I was saying if I'm proclaiming this is where I want to go or where I want to be and then things start happening, good or bad, I did order it up because life is serving me to take me where I need to go. So even if it's running in the background of my subconscious, I believe somehow there's a choice. Um, yeah, I don't know. But that was good. That was a really good poll. Makes you think. It does. It makes you think. Yeah, please share with us below, guys. And... um we could go on and on and have this conversation, but we're going to take it into next week. So please join us next week, Monday, same time, same place, so we could have Super Soul sit down and talk about all the good stuff. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyJ, H-A-Y-J underscore. See you next Monday. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined.
The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.